0: Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Friday morning. Hope everybody can hear me well. I'm trying something a little different with this headset. I feel like I'm working at a telemarketing firm, but uh, uh, I've noticed uh, I was looking at some past videos and it seemed like it was kind of hard to, to hear. Uh, I feel like I was either talking softly or the microphone wasn't picking up my voice quite as well as it should. And uh, uh, this um, pump uh down here uh okay brandy says she can hear me but she couldn't hear the music so i don't know what to do about that but anyway uh nonetheless uh we i got this pump down here in the uh, uh where i've set up my new uh area that's uh, for the uh, well and so my neighbor and I we share the well and so that pump comes on and off a lot and i noticed it was really really loud and distracting so i'm hoping this'll this will make a difference and uh, i guess we'll we'll go and see how that uh uh, how that works so hopefully it won't be so distracting and we can uh, uh, have a better devotion so I apologize for for the uh, the lack of audio uh, so this morning we got Lee Miller Darlene Barker rusty pause he says TGIF thank God I forgive forgiven. thank God it's Friday thank God I am forgive sound like the guy on um, the possum he says that on every Friday I always enjoy uh, listening to him uh, Mike Yensley uh, Darlene Barker Tracy Kelly Jeanette Swift. So appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in this morning and uh, watching uh, the devotion. And I do trust that you all slept well and had a good night's rest. All right, my friends, at this time, let us stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise the Lord. For that pledge, as I say every morning, and we should praise God. We live in the greatest country in the world, and that we do get to uh, say that wonderful pledge of allegiance to such a great nation. And uh, we should respect and appreciate all those who have fought and died uh, for this great land. And, uh, you know, this morning, watching uh, the news, uh, I tell you what... (laughs) Uh, if you don't know who Cory Bush is, look her up. Uh, she's a, a piece of work. She really is. She uh, uh, was, wants to defund the police, but, uh, uh, sorry, this where Brandy was texting me earlier. Uh, wants to defund the police, yet she wants to have her own personal security because her life matters on this earth. So apparently you and I and everybody else in the country their lives are insignificant and doesn't need security and protection because their lives are not uh, as, as valuable as hers. And remember, this is the person who led the charge on the eviction moratorium that is uh, uh, where the uh, landlords are suffering uh, from because they still have to maintain these buildings and these homes. Uh, these people are renting from that are no longer having to pay uh, for their rent, and it's uh, she they camped out from the front. Showing her and AOC dancing around like a, a couple of lunatics out of an insane asylum, I tell you, guys and gals, I have just had it up to here. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, we need a revolution. Uh, we need a revolution. Uh spiritually speaking, we need a a a. Uh, uh, Revival to sweep this nation. We need a revolution to push back against these socialist commies that uh, uh, want to destroy this nation. And I tell you, I'm just, I'm done. I am just so done. I'm sick of the mass thing. I'm tired of this liberal agenda being shoved down our throats. It is time for us to say, Hey, you what? No more. We're not putting up with this garbage. No more. And until the people rise up and push back and say no more, it's going to continue and it's only going to get worse. So my friends, I'm encouraging you. I implore you, please uh, try to to really be praying for this nation. We need to find ways to have our voices heard because these freedoms that we hold dear are quickly eroding. And uh, just... uh, you look somewhere like China, or North Korea, or uh, or the Sudan, or, or uh, Iran, or anything like that, uh, you're not going to uh, have the luxury of going to church. You don't have the luxury of, of having Bibles. You don't have the luxury of morning devotions, watching live on the Internet. Uh, these are things that are going to disappear if you don't get your heads out of the proverbial sand and uh, wake up. And so uh, that is my political commentary. For the day. Uh, Good morning, Karen Smith. Now, my friends, uh, what we're going to do here, uh, I'm going to pull up the verse uh, that is a focus, but in order to bring it all into context, I'm going to read. some before and after so if you have your bibles handy and would like to read along we're going to look at second timothy one uh... the verses of focus of course is thirteen and fourteen that is on the slide but i'm going to read verses eight through fourteen so if you have your uh, uh... Bibles available, so please get those. And Second Timothy chapter one, and we're going to look at verses eight through fourteen this morning. So I'll go and pull this up while I'm reading. And Second uh, Timothy one, starting with verse eight. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, His prisoner but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher which is why I suffer as I do but I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and I am convinced that he is able to guard until the day that has been entrusted to me follow the pattern of sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love and Uh, faith and love that are in Christ Jesus by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. Good morning, Lois Adams. So, uh, look at this verse, these, these passages here. You know, one thing that we have to be solemnly aware of is not to be ashamed of the gospel. Now, you may say, well, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of of my convictions as a christian Now, remember there's uh... uh... you always make it a point to say convictions and not merely a belief uh... beliefs can be changed uh... you can believe one thing one minute you might believe something else the next minute uh... beliefs can be relative however if you are convicted of something then that, then you have a solid foundation that is static that is not changed you are you have a strong conviction that this is true, that this is the way it should be, that this is what God's Word is telling We have that conviction within us that we know that Jesus Christ died for us, that he was beaten for us, that he rose again from the grave for us, that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. So we need not be ashamed. And you may say, you know, I'm not ashamed because of my convictions as a Christian. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Well, I hope that you're not. But see, we are ashamed not ashamed, but we are shamed by the world because we stand against controversial topics such as homosexuality, abortion, uh, creationism. We are shamed by those in the world. Uh, you know, if you bring up homosexuality, automatically you are a hate monger. You are judgmental. You are a bigot. You are homophobic. Yeah, you are uh, whatever the classification they want to put you under if you do not agree. I was watching a. Um, Video that uh, Ben Shapiro had on uh, Facebook the other day and showing these. I mean, it looked like clowns. I'll just be honest with you. They looked like clowns, uh, the way their hair was and the piercings and look like lunatics and they were uh, showing different people having a a hissy fit, uh, these women and men, because someone was referring to them as a he or a her and she said they were saying that they do not use pronouns and they will be referred to as they or them and that uh, they are uh, Zen or they or some kind of baloney and they were going to have great offense of those who uh, would refer to them as their gender. And I'll be honest with you, because of crap like that, I go out of my way. If I see somebody like that, that I think has a problem with it, I go out of my way to say, yes, ma'am, no, sir, just because I think it torments, because it's ridiculous and it's stupid. It is insanity. Uh, it is really, truly, it's, it's insanity to think you're something that you have been, that you are different than what you have created to be. To think that you're not male or female and that you're some cisgender, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, people. I mean, you're feeding in into a psychosis, and it's, it's not only is it biblically wrong, but you're feeding into a psychosis and support again. I mean, it's like a madman running around town saying that he is Napoleon. You're saying, yes, we need to support that. To say that he's not Napoleon is, is wrong, and it may hurt his feelings. No, you say, man, the dude is nuts. He's not Napoleon. This guy needs need some psychiatric help. It's the same thing, man. If people he need help and not, not this agenda being pushed. So if you speak against that, people automatically try to shame you and put you down. If you try to speak against abortion, oh, it's, uh, it's, it's my body, my choice. Interesting when you say that. Uh, they don't seem to have the same mentality when it comes to masks, do they? You know, it's okay, my body, my choice to kill a baby, but if it's my body, my choice to if, to wear a mask, oh, my gosh, you're horrible, you're evil. How dare you not wear a mask? Again, it goes back showing the schizophrenic uh, thinking of uh, liberals. But you know, if you speak against abortion, oh, that's a woman's right. How dare you say that abortion is wrong? Well, you know, you're trying to kill a a life. All right. You know, you go to jail if you used to to uh, destroy an eagle's egg. But if you used to kill a baby, eh, no big deal. You know, now it's only got to the point to where they want to have abortion uh, before the child is born. It's even gotten more evil and disgusting to the fact that now a child can be born left in a room. And then the mother can still decide if she wants that child to live or die. That is just pure evil murder. In fact, I think it was um Ken Ham had an article uh, about a, a woman in Australia Uh, the uh, doctor encouraged her to have an abortion because the child was going to be born with down syndrome and more or less saying that his quality of life was not worth living now interesting that that was used because uh, the fact that uh, when you look at euthanasia and when you look at uh, uh, the elderly uh, see you look at that idea of whether life is not worth living let's do away with it you know it's it's that slippery slope of uh, quality of life who's to say what their quality of life would be just because someone is born with special needs it is uh, I've worked with individual special needs and they can contribute great things uh, to the community and the love that they share and show to those around is is uh, beyond explanation and uh, it's outside of the ministry is one of the greatest things I've ever done is getting to work with those with special needs and and so even after the child was born uh, the this doctor still asked her if she wanted to keep this child alive just because it had special needs and because it didn't meet uh, their genetic profile of what uh, an individual what they felt an individual should be so when you speak against abortion then you're automatically a bad guy well they always want to throw in what if someone is raped well the chances of a conception after rape is less than 1% because of the trauma to the body Uh, the 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 usually will reject the sperm and uh, so the conception is, is, is extremely low but even in those extreme chances is even as horrible and terrible as that situation is, uh, that child is innocent and can still be put up for adoption. Or And there's been, I've seen many individuals who were a product of a rape, and not to minimize that trauma. But I know, it's just it's horrible to think that a woman had to have to go through uh, some kind of an experience like that. But I've, I've seen many a video where the good godly Christian individuals were a product of that, and they were so glad that their mothers didn't Board then. Uh, and then when you talk about creationism, the world wants to shame you because they want to say that uh, the earth is billions and billions of years old, and uh, and they want us to believe in a theory, a theory, all right, this is not uh, been proven even in extreme scientific circumstances, they cannot make it work and tried to manipulate the data to make it work. Uh, you know, they want to say it's, the, the fact is, the world is thousands of years old, uh, you know, and there's even uh, theistic evolutionists who believe that God set things in motion and then over thousands of years they try to erroneously use God's Word by saying a uh, days a thousand years a thousand years a day and so and the song, God worked within a 24-hour six-day period to for creation we know that by how the uh, the Hebrew is written uh, the the the, um, the iota, I believe it is uh, that proves that it was a 24 literal 24-hour day but you know they want us to believe that there was a primordial soup that uh, the cells come together by itself that created um, a, a being that turned into a fish that turned into a lizard that crawled on all fours that uh, became a. I mean, it's just it's insanity, people. The law of thermodynamics alone proved the fallacy of, of such notions. Things wind down; they don't wind up. There's no been no proof of any. Um, uh, missing link uh, they've even tried to falsify that uh the uh, the fact that uh, they they say that uh, there has been evolution on a on a uh micro scale there has been evolution but a bird has still always been a bird a dog has always been a dog there's no transition between lizard and dog or you know uh what have you or lizard and bird they want to say there's no transition that it's always been that now on a macro scale no it's it's not on a large scale like that no it is not uh it's never happened uh you you look at um uh, the ontological view and the you know and you look at how the universe was created and it's too complex. There had to be a creator. There's no way these things just randomly happen. But the world wants to make fun of us as Christians and to try to tell us that uh, what we believe is false and are made fun of. So we are shamed. And therefore, because the world shames us, it's easy for us to feel ashamed. But here's the thing. We are going to face trials in this world. We're going to face tribulations in this world. We're going to face those who hate and oppose us. God's Word tells us that it is true, uh, that it's going to happen because Jesus Christ said they're going to hate you. Why? Because they first hated me. So we look at the trials that we face. We see in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no trial is overtaking you that is not faced by others. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tried beyond what you are able to bear. But with the trial will also provide a way out so that you may be able to endure it. We see again in 1 Peter 5, 8 through 9. Be sober and alert. Your enemy, the devil, like a roaring lion, is on the prowl, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, strong in your faith, because you know that your brothers and sisters throughout the world are enduring the same kinds of sufferings. My friends, with' time that uh, you know we are living in a world of chaos. Uh, we're living in a world that is slowly, the, the hourglass, the sand is, is slowly is about to end. I'm not uh, being a fatalist. I'm not predicting Christ's return because not even the angels in heaven know when Christ's returning. But I do believe we are living in the last days. And we are going to face more persecution. We're going to face more trials than you could ever imagine. And that's why I wanted to read that here, that there are brothers and sisters throughout the world who are enduring the same kinds of sufferings. You are not alone not in your personal trials or tribulations not on a, in a, on a on a national scale or global scale you're not alone you know we may come to a point uh, that uh, you know we see already in France and England people being arrested and fined major money because they're not wearing these stupid masks or not following their mandates we're seeing in, in other parts of the country how Christians are persecuted in ways you all could never I could never even I could never possibly understand or and, and who knows how how that may filter down to us. I'm telling you right now, they're setting this up. And I could be wrong and hope I'm wrong, but they're setting this up right now where they're making uh, uh, Joe Biden, he is so incompetent uh, that they may eventually push him out and may have an excuse to get rid of him and when Kamala Harris gets in there we're really screwed in. Because she's already said how she's gonna come after her guns she she hates Christians I'm just telling you things can get worse overnight quickly whether that happens or not but either way Biden's a puppet so I mean things could change overnight in a hurry and they could use this Delta variant very easily to say oh well churches have to close again and I'd be dogged if I close again, and if they come after me, well, we'll see what will happen. But I, uh, I'm not doing it. And uh, unless it's just so extreme that uh, uh, people are dying in the streets, uh, you know, then we may may take a hard look. <laughs> But the point is, we are not to be ashamed of the gospel, my friends. We need to stand up and we need to stand bold as lions. We need to stand for the word of God. My Jesus, my God, my Lord, my King was beaten for me. He was now to a cross for me. And the least I could do was stand boldly in the name of Jesus Christ and say he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I will not back down because of cultural standards. I will stand true to the word of God. And the world hates me so bad. My family hates me so bad. And friends hate me so bad but I will not deny my God. And my friends, I hope and pray that you will do the same, that you will stand strong and you will stand true and that you will not bow and cower down because of cultural pressure and what cultural standards dictate. I want to be biblically correct, not politically correct. And I don't give a flying flip who likes it. So my friends, let's not be ashamed of the gospel, but let us stand bold and let us stand true on the word of God. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, let us be filled with your spirit. Let us be a witness for you in all areas of our lives. Let us never cower, let us never back down, let never, never be afraid to be who we are as children of Christ. Join heirs to the throne, Lord Jesus. Help us to stand true and to stand strong, whether in our private lives, openly, publicly. Let us never be afraid and ashamed. Let us stand bold, true, and strong for you. Because of what you've done for us, Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer: "Dear God, forgive me of all my sins." Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Uh, I do continue want to pray for the family of Jim Kellner. I know that they had his funeral last night, and I pray that you will help them as they're enduring this loss. Lord, I do pray that you be with Michelle. Uh, uh, Fox Harris uh, known as Mousy Lord her mother's funerals this evening that she will help them with the pain uh, that they are dealing with Lord, I do pray for the test that Ginger Hood is doing having today, that they'll that go well. I pray that you be with Robert Debray, that you continue healing upon him from his surgery from yesterday. Lord, I pray that you be to Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. And Lord, I do pray for Larry and Donna Knight. And uh, I pray that you will be with Jane Kitchings. And uh, Lord, I pray for the church. I pray for Christians. I pray for my brothers and sisters, Lord, that they will... I stand true and strong, and Lord, that we will remain faithful no matter the circumstance. Lord, be with us. Lead God and protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. And uh, I hope that you all have a blessed, wonderful day and a blessed, wonderful weekend. And I hope you'll come out and join us at 118 Julie Lane, uh, Johnson City, 37601. Fountain of Life Bible Church, Dr. Vicki, I'll be bringing the morning message at 11 a.m. Lord willing, I'll be there 6 p.m. Sunday evening to continue our study in Deuteronomy. So I hope everybody, and don't forget, oh, no, I'm sorry, I told you wrong. 6 p.m. Sunday evening, we'll be having our cookout. And in fact, i got to go get the, the, some stuff today, our cookout. And uh, we'll be playing uh, some games, bingo games. We'll have, we will have a small Bible study, but uh, don't forget. And then we'll be uh, uh, pu- uh, putting in place our elders, Mr. Mike Kinsley and Ron Thompson. So I hope you'll come out and join us for fun, food, and fellowship that uh, this coming Sunday evening. So I hope everybody has a great and wonderful and blessed day. And remember... Live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.